0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You are listening to
2: Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Squire Radio. I'm Bo, and I'm John David, JD. Hey, Bo. Good afternoon, man. Man, good afternoon to you, too, sir. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. It's getting uh, getting chilly down here, you know, a little bit. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, some cold cold evenings, which, uh, I mean, you know, for us, is like, you know, 40 degrees. But <laughs> it's just still such a change in pace that we're, uh, you know, always kind of caught off guard by it. But, um, yeah, man, things are good. It's kind of fun. I'm actually going to visit my uh, in-laws in New Hampshire this week. And so we're going from uh, not really cold to really really cold uh, overnight so that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun can't wait to see what pipe smoking up there is like so um, but uh yeah man things are things are going great how are you doing bud uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing just
0: okay. Uh, We uh, we just wrapped a, up a that's uh,
2: acceptable. You, you can you can bring that <laughs> exactly. just okayness to Country Squire Radio. <laughs> yeah. We we are a we're a, a, a welcoming place for that just okayness.
0: <laughs> exactly right. No no no. i have been looking forward to the show, man, because
2: it's going to get me apped
0: <laughs> up. But no, we just we just finished up a uh, a recording retreat here at the house, which worked really really well. I had all the recording equipment downstairs, which is good. Because as I, as I do this right now, I'm actually recording in the bedroom at the moment uh, because, you know how I mentioned that I, like, you know, messed up my foot and I thought maybe I had, like, sprained it or something? Yeah, yeah. Well, it turns out I broke two bones in my foot. What the
2: heck? Uh, <laughs> I yeah. didn't know that. That's crazy, man. How'd you manage yeah. that? I, I uh, you I, know, I'd- I'd- Climbing up the chair,
0: what, fell down, and and yeah. yeah, it was just all it was all mess. But you, anyway, you should have so, seen the
2: other guy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was seriously, actually, my wife, uh, she, she, she fixed the chair. It looks just like a death trap now. Uh, but you can sit in it, and I have since then. <laughs> I, I sat out it, and I was like, you know what, I, I deserve this. Uh, it's like the Iron Throne, just with like splinters. <laughs>
2: you can fix it's, the chair, but you can't fix you, Bo. You're a mess. I
0: will tell you what, man. But anyway, so um, yeah, so I got I got uh, the problem was that I got a boot. Uh, to wear during, you know, this recording uh, yeah. retreat, because I was moving around equipment and then we had a live show at a separate location and, and the boots started giving me this confidence to start walking on it. And then I come home, I take off this thing and my foot is like blown up and purple and swollen and just in tons of pain. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh anyway, I'm going back to the doctor tomorrow. So we'll we'll see we'll see how we're doing. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah,
2: no kidding, man. Have you ever had a broken yeah. bone in your foot?
0: Uh so I've had a I've had a toe fractured before actually during Katrina I fractured uh, my big my big toe um when we were in okay, the process we we're yeah. trying to get everybody I was an RA at the time and we were trying to get everybody kind of in the dorms and of course college kids are going to college kid and so they were out uh, playing uh, ultimate frisbee <laughs> in one of the largest arcades you know, that we'd ever seen that that in inland in Mississippi and uh and so yeah it's true and in, in the process of getting everybody in, I fell and busted my foot or my toe and it hurt like crazy, but I couldn't do anything about it because obviously, you know, hurricane and, uh, and so, you know, the next like two days it kept on hurting so bad and I took it in turns out I had fractured my, my big toe. But anyway, yes, yeah, so this is a little bit, a little bit worse than that, but we're, uh, we're trucking along. Hopefully, hopefully I'll be ready to lunt, man. That's the thing that's been kind of, uh, keeping me down about this is of course we've got the, the lunt to remember that's coming up in March, March 28th and, that's right. um, you know, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure you can recover from a broken foot in, in, in two months. I hope, I really hope, but one way or the other, you, I will be there. Even if I'm rolling around, the, man, I'll be you there.
2: You can be the guy at the end of the lunt, like, you know, because w- we'll be circling back around to the original starting place for our ending place. And so you can be that guy that's like there, you know, with your foot propped up, you're holding a <laughs> right. beer, you're smoking your pipe and uh, you know, you've know, got your, your foot, your cast propped up, making a really dramatic display. And you can, you can be clocking people in on your, uh, your stopwatch, you know, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That obnoxious, that be... obnoxious dude. That's like, ah, oh, you know, if I were doing it, I would have done better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I will say this, though, this, uh, you know, it, at one point, you know, I was kind of depressed. So I went outside and, you know, I was enjoying my pipe while I put my foot up. But, uh, but in, in the process, man, so I just, uh, opened up a, a large can of frog on a log that I had kind of, uh, st- stored away. Um, yeah. after we got done with this recording retreat, we, we, I was like, you know what, this is a good time to
2: bust this out and to crack it open. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Smoke with some friends and, and, you know, get the, uh, get the old corn cobs going around and it was, it was, it was fun. It was nice. Um, but <laughs> I left it outside um, which is not great. Uh, I, it was closed, but it wasn't sealed oh, airtight or anything no. like that. Yeah. On top yeah. of that, I had two other, uh, jars, neither of them, the John David approved Mason style. One of them right. is the, the rubberized pressure. The other one's more of just a twist on, uh, okay. you know, with the, with the full cap. And I mean, again, they were closed, but this morning I actually went out there and I had totally forgotten about this. I walked out, looked down and I saw, Oh snap you know, and they've got moisture all built up inside the deal. Did I just completely destroy these blends or do you think it's, they're okay? Did I just, did I just hum- humidify them no. in a really bad way?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, this is definitely not ideal, but man, bring them inside. And, you know, it's one of those things, if it is, um, you know, does have a lot of residual moisture, um, you're going to want to, uh, you're going to want to open them up and let them kind of air out for a while. Okay. Maybe. Good um, to know. Good yeah, to know. But, I'll probably but,
0: uh do that I right mean, now while we're recording.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean I think it's a good idea, but you know, at the same time, you, you'll need to uh just never ever do that again. <laughs>
0: Gosh. I mean, I feel like an idiot. And I mean this was all like all of this is premium stuff. All, all of them are like Frog I got Frog Morton Cellar and then the last of, of another Frog Morton cellar that I was trying to kind of balance out. Yeah. And uh, then I got like I said, this this new frog on a log that I like literally just popped open. I'm like, man, of all the tobaccos to do this to <laughs> like like why are
2: these? Bring anyway. it in, let it dry out if you need to uh give us a report in a couple of weeks and let's uh let's see where it's at
0: Will do, man. Well, hey, we want to give a shout out to uh, the good folks up in Grand Rapids. Cody DeWitt is putting on the uh, fundraiser for Rob E., who's fighting uh, stage four lymphoma. Of course, this event's going on February 20th. Uh, that's International Pipe Smoking Day. Uh, no matter where you are, you can participate. Now, the folks there in Grand Rapids are going to be having a uh, poker tournament, which is going to be a lot of fun. But there's also a raffle that's a, a part of it as well. And so no matter where you are, you can buy a $50, uh, uh, make a $50 donation and get yourself uh, some raffle t- tickets there while you're doing so. And uh, goes out to, uh, to help out a, a prolific member of the pipe community. And we want to compl- continue to keep him in our thoughts and our prayers as they go through this. And a uh, big shout out to the, the folks in Grand Rapids that are wrapping themselves around him right now.
2: Man, that's right. And i actually, you know, I was—we kept talking about all the prizes and stuff um, that they're raffling off. And um, and they—they they have made it actually now where you can just buy one raffle ticket per dollar. So I mean, if you've got, you know, if Dang. you got if you got a hundred dollars, if you got two hundred dollars, if you got five dollars, you can you know buy as many raffle tickets as you like. But they're raffling off some incredible stuff. They've got you know artisan pipes from, uh, you know, Dr. France, uh, Joe Hinkle, uh, Morgan Pipes, uh, Smith House Pipes. Uh, red dog pipes i mean just a just a uh, i mean all these are going to be raffle items uh, there uh, Missouri Mirsham has donated a uh, a rare christmas set Uh, of pipes that they're doing. And they've got some custom silver work and other, some, some uh, custom tamps and um, other accessories that are made by Lucky Pipes, uh, Joe Hinkle and, uh, and, and several others. And so um, it's just a great, you know, opportunity. You'll, you'll have a good opportunity to win some cool uh, pipe related stuff, but um, you know, also help a, help a good friend that uh, I got some clarification too. He actually has uh, mantle cell lymphoma is the exact type of uh, of cancer that, that he's got. So, um, but man, just a, just a um, incredible guy, tenderhearted spirit and someone that we all are trying to um, support during the season. So if you want to participate and you, uh, you maybe buy some raffle tickets regardless of where you live in the, in the world and, uh, and hopefully win some cool stuff and support uh, Robbie, you can do that by emailing Cody dewint at gmail.com. That's C O D Y D E W I N D T at gmail.com. There you
0: go. And hey, you know, I know there's a lot of stuff uh, going over uh, at the shop uh, right now. This is a pretty, particularly uh, eventful season, yeah?
2: Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Well, of course, we're um, you know ex- celebrating our 50th anniversary this year, which has been uh, you know something that we've been excited to build up to, and uh, just released our. Uh, we've got some 50th anniversary polos that we're going to be uh, selling by pre order right now, and so those are those are looking cool. But um, yeah, so uh, the the big news, of course, uh, a lunt to remember in uh, March 28th. Uh, that's Saturday. Uh, we're partnering with the International Lunting Society. Got uh, lunters coming literally from all over the country. Uh, and you know, if you haven't made a pipe pilgrimage to the country squire, this is, this is the time man. 50th anniversary. And, uh, and, and we're, we're really stoked about it. Uh, we'll be raising money for the Alzheimer's foundation and doing a, a an awesome lunt through Lafleur's bluff state park, uh, with the after party, uh, including food and live music and strong drink, uh, here at the country squire. So, um, it's going to be a blast. Uh, again, that's March 28th and you can find out more at lunting.org. Uh, and we ask that you please sign up to give us an idea of, uh, you know how many people are coming. The event is free. Um, you do have to pay for parking at the park. Uh, the event is free, but all the money we raise from T-shirt sales and and raffle tickets and things of that nature are going to go to benefit the Alzheimer's Foundation. So, um, really excited about that. Bo, you're coming in town. Uh, it's going to be um, going to be a lot of fun. Oh, oh and also, guys, just 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 we was able to uh, peg this down. But you know, we had mentioned before that Missouri, Miersham, and uh, Lane and uh, Peter Stoke will be scandinavian tobacco group uh will both be in attendance man giving away some cool stuff and uh with some with some awesome booths but uh just able to um confirm now that briar works international uh our our own american uh you know briar pipe maker uh out of nashville or uh, columbia tennessee they will be there and you know have a nice spread of pipes as well so uh, man come on down We're, we're looking forward to having you
0: all right man sounds good yeah it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a blast uh, we're gonna be doing some recordings there probably Squire Select tasting of some sort it's 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 gonna be yes. a blast
2: yes and one other thing of course I have to mention uh, next month February 28th um, we, we have a we have a February 28th event and a March 28th event but February 28th uh, none other than Eric Nording is coming to the Country Squire and we'll be um, man, selling pipes and his own line of cigars that he uh, makes he's, he's partnered with Rocky Patel uh, through that and so um man just the legend himself eric nording at the country squire and if you're around we would love to have you that day uh man buy a pipe from the man himself and uh get the get the sock signed or the pipe signed and uh it'd be um it'd be it'd be wonderful to have you we're really honored that uh that eric's making the trip to to jackson
0: that's a big one man that's the man the myth the legend i know it Well, good deal. Well, hey, of course, uh, you know, the the reason why we are able to join you every single week is by the support of our patrons and uh, our club members as well. And, man, we've got some new club members joining uh, this week. And um, you know what? I'm I'm just going to go ahead and rattle them off right here. Both of these guys are joining at the Squire level. And if I'm not mistaken, auto check actually worked against me because I know for a fact the second... One is incorrect, but I kind of <laughs> want to read the spell check, even though it's totally wrong. But don't worry, brother, we'll, we'll fix it anyway. First one, first one. uh Adam Spidel, I
2: Adam Spittle, yeah, Spidel, yeah. Spittle sounds like you're, you're like. I bet it's you know, Spidel. I bet it's Spidel. Spidel. All right, Spidel.
0: <laughs> I, I, you know that that has a that has like a Mississippi ring to it, don't you think, Spidel?
2: Yeah, is not there a Spidel, like, Mississippi? That's someone you'd meet in like you know. uh Lincoln County, yeah, I'd say yeah, that. Yeah, you, you got that.
0: All right, but you got Adam, and then we also have, and this is this is where I apologize. It's it spell checked to Ross Coward, and Ross's last name is definitely not Coward. <laughs> so that's that's on me, Ross. But one way or the other, we'll make sure that uh, that your your name is accurate for the uh, for the uh, club cards. And thank you all so much, brothers, for joining uh, the uh, the International Pipe Club and uh, supporting us. And if you'd like to as well, head over to patreoncom radio. Uh, where you two can uh, to help make the show happen every single week without fail. Now this week, man, we have got a very, very interesting topic. Uh, one that is uh, crucial to the structure, the very uh, chemical structure, <laughs> the the uh, the carbon <laughs> the fibers, the DNA <laughs> of uh, of pipe tobacco. And uh, as I understand it, man, so we're we're going to be learning a little bit about vitamin N, huh?
2: Vitamin N, we were talking about nicotine today. (laughs) Man, man, I know. And I I did. I said that with a smile on my face, and I really do mean it. (laughs) Um, No, you know, people, when they uh, think of pipe smoking, um, they don't necessarily associate it with nicotine the way— Uh, you know, we've kind of been, uh, taught, um, you know, to associate it with, uh, you know, cigarettes and, uh, chewing tobacco and things of that nature, things that are a little more direct or more, um, you know, in where folks are inhaling more and things of that nature. But, um, but, you know, nicotine is a natural product that is in pipe tobacco. And so we just wanted to talk about that and, uh, the effect it can have on you and, uh, you know, some different tobaccos that you may want to try if you're, um, if you're avoidant of that, or maybe searching for that, um. And, uh, yeah, so we're revisiting vitamin N today. <laughs> right. um, nicotine, yeah, you know, it, it is more associated with, uh, we, you know, things like cigarettes and, uh, of course, here in the Deep South, uh, you know, dipping tobacco, things like Copenhagen and Skull, those are really popular, um, you know, and, and folks there. Um, you know, are um, they, they use those products as kind of nicotine delivery systems, right? Um, which, uh, you know, you see that as, as a more uh, common, um, you know, system of delivery for, for nicotine, the chemical that is in tobacco. Um, but, you know, nicotine, they are, even though it's more associate, associated with those products, uh, it is, uh, you know, present in pipe tobacco. It's a natural chemical. There is no such thing as a, uh, nicotine free tobacco product. Um, and so, uh, you know, we thought we'd just kind of, uh, unpack that a little bit and kind of talk about, uh, what that is and, and, um, you know, all that. So, uh, you know, it, it is, um, it, about the average bowl size, right. Is anywhere between, uh, you know, two to four grams of tobacco, you know, somewhere in there, just depending on, uh, your pipe, um, Interesting. And, I never even thought about the concept of an average bowl size, but well, you know, we we always do uh, like the kind of the gold standard for these slow smoke competitions is like three grams. You know, some people you know do four grams or whatever, but it's you know around that size, right? And so okay, that, okay, yeah, you know, if you're smoking your uh, Davrin Dinovic, you know, uh, golf club uh, Morta, you know, pipe, then <laughs> right, right. You, you're gonna you know you're gonna triple that. Maybe you've seen these uh, elaborate pipes that can hold an ounce and a half of tobacco. Uh, that's on you, <laughs> right, you know. Right. I just I've never enjoyed those personally, but um, but yeah, you know, it's somewhere around that kind of three gram uh, area, and so you know that that much uh, tobacco in there uh, may have anywhere from twenty five uh, grams of nicotine to um, uh, you know a hundred grams of nicotine, just anywhere uh, kind of in between. They're kind of um, you know um, just diversified depending on the the leaf, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but. Um, What is nicotine? It is a uh, naturally occurring stimulant uh, in some plants, and so it is most associated with uh, tobacco. Uh, you know, we think about um, you know various tobaccos that are used for uh, cigarettes, pipes, uh, cigars. Um, but there are are also uh, trace amounts of nicotine in some things that you wouldn't expect. Things like uh, potatoes, eggplants, tomatoes uh, actually have small amounts of nicotine in some varieties, which is kind of uh, kind of fascinating. Now, you know, the amount. Of nicotine in those products is much, um, much, much less than what you would find in a, um, you know, a, a tobacco plant. But, um, you know, at the same time, it is uh, occasionally present in some of those things. So um, so keep that in mind next time you're really craving a, uh, you know, your your own homegrown tomato. Interesting. Yeah. I never, um, never even knew that. Yeah. I mean, who knew, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. So is it, is nicotine bad for you? Well... The answer is kind of, <laughs> um, you know, it, it can be, um, you know, negative for you in some ways. Uh, but the main reason that it is viewed negatively is because that it's associated with. Uh, the smoke that it's tied to. So um, you know there is uh, you know very little evidence that nicotine in itself uh, causes cancer or is associated with you know any type of you know oral uh, disease or things like that. But um, the reason that nicotine gets the bad rap is because it's so associated with uh, with the smoke um, that you're experiencing it with. And so, um, think of it, w- which is in, in some ways fair and in some ways not fair, but, um, you know, it, it, how are you going to get nicotine into your body? Well, generally you're going to smoke it. And so smoking, uh, you know, has some negative effects if you're inhaling the smoke and things of that nature. Um, and so is it the nicotine? Well, no, but you know, how are you getting the nicotine? That's kind of the point. So it, it'd be similar Beau, to as if, um, you know, coffee, and caffeine had the same relationship, right? So so caffeine would get a much worse rap if coffee were really, really, really bad for you. Does that make sense? Huh. So like that's the the, uh,
0: the the vehicle is more the problem than the 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 thing that's contained.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would, yeah, I guess that's a way, or maybe something, uh, you know, maybe, maybe it's not the vehicle, maybe it's the, uh, an associated thing, yeah, but I, it really is the vehicle, I guess, is, is the right way to put it, but, um But, you know, yeah, if if coffee were terrible for you uh, and coffee is, uh, you know, how you got uh, caffeine, then that, you know, it would be much, uh, you know, you'd you'd get much, much of a worse rap. And, 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 you know, which is understandable. Some there are some benefits to nicotine usage, which, um, you know, it can help with. Uh, things like uh, major depressive disorder there's some research that it helps uh, with um, Alzheimer's patients um, and it actually there there's some uh, kind of um, emerging research that uh, talks about its uh, use in decreased risk of Parkinson's disease which is a uh, which is fascinating. So, you know, so it, it's a mixed bag in itself, but because it's associated with uh, the smoke that, you know, is is delivering the the product, then a lot of times those things are tied together. And also, you know, because nowadays we've talked about this, you know, a lot on Country Choir Radio, but, you know, because it's hard for uh, special interests to paint with tiny brush strokes, we have to paint with broad brush strokes, you know, uh, nowadays, um, you know, it's hard for us to have nuanced conversations about this. And so, you know, that's why if you go on, um, you know, any website, a lot of times they're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because it's just an easier sound bite. It's something that's more, uh, you know, fittable into that, you know, 140 Twitter character or, or whatever it is. So, um, so you know, certainly, uh, you know, is the smoke itself good for you? Well, no, it has a lot of uh, different effects. But, um, you know, is the nicotine uh, good for you? Well, not really i mean it can can be i mean we did talk about some uh, some benefits but um but you know it it, it's it's a different conversation than the smoke but yet it kind of gets all rolled into one does that kind of does that make sense on some level i know it's uh can't see the forest for the trees you know i think i'm following you yeah yeah so um you know again um you know, there are some benefits to uh, to nicotine. But for some folks, um, you know, it can have the side effect of making them a little queasy. Um, so, hey, Bo, you've smoked. Uh, <laughs> I didn't intend on picking on you on this, but I know <laughs> I know that there was an instance at one point where you smoked a cigar and kind of got sick from it. Right. I mean, not sick from it. I mean, I did. It did. It that did. time you went and yakked in the bushes. That wasn't. Sick? No, that is not what <laughs> happened.
0: It did sat me down, though. That is true. It sat me down.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And we can get that from time to time, you know, with a really, um, you know, if you, you've got a cigar that you're smoking that, uh, you know, has a real, uh, kind of lingering smoke that, uh, you know, sitting around you, maybe it's got a, (laughs) actually uh,
0: right now I can feel it in my (laughs) gut. Like, you know, you know, like that, uh, yeah, like a memory like brings forth like, um, you know, like a smell or a sound or something of that nature. (laughs) And then you have like this other reaction. So I'm thinking back to that, to that day or that evening, and like, oh man, I do remember I had this like feeling in my gut, and I mean, like, I don't know that it was in relation to that particular cigar or what, but I just remember it was all kind of
2: like, hey, I don't need to go home right now. I need to just kind of a little feel of this for a minute. I need, I need to, I need to sit down. and need some water. And and are you going to McDonald's? Can you get me something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, I know the feeling. Um, some folks, that you know that nicotine, it can make. Um, kind of queasy, right? I mean, it, and, you know, in high doses, it can also be uh, poisoning, you know, that there's a reason why um, when you go to, let's say, the parique factory down in Convent, Louisiana, you know, um, those guys that are those huge, you know, refrigerator big guys, you know, that you think could handle anything. Well, what they can't handle is, you know, too much nicotine, which is a mm-hmm. byproduct of these leaves. And so that's why when they're toting these uh, Perique leaves around, uh, you see them wearing these huge gloves, you know, while they're, you know, to protect themselves from those uh, that oily syrup that contains that stuff because if they get too much they will get uh, will get sick by it and so um, you know it can create uh, you know if if you have too much uh, dizziness nausea some people are more sensitive uh, to it than others and so. Um, you know, it's one of those things where some folks have a high tolerance uh, to it. Maybe you, uh, you know, smoke your pipe more often, or maybe uh, you know, just a natural tolerance to it. But uh, you know, some folks are are more sensitive than others, and there are some tricks to handling this. Sitting down, obviously, as soon as you feel the effects of it, you want to, uh, you know, put your put your pipe to the side. Um, but what a lot of folks do is they drink water and eat sugar. Now, the sugar thing is is kind of a well known. Um, you know, deal within uh, premium tobacco. Cigar folks and, and pipe folks kind of know this as a, uh, as a you know, um, a remedy uh, that, that has happened for a long time. If you'll just eat a certain amount, you know, a small amount of sugar, even drink a, um, you know, drink a Coke or something, um, you know, some people keep actually sugar cubes around, uh, some candy, you know, a few pieces of M&Ms or something. Um, a lot of times that can actually help uh, with with, you know, the, queasiness that kind of comes from um, you know, a, a nicotine um, sickness or whatever. Folks disagree about what this is, but uh, you know, the nicotine can affect uh, blood sugar level uh, and affects the liver, and so you know, for so people go back and forth on why the sugar is uh, successful in that. But um, you know, the truth of the matter is, it, it's kind of uh, you know, there probably hasn't been a university study on it, but um, you know, so much anecdotal evidence uh, to uh, say that, you know, a little bit of sugar can help, uh, folks that have had a little too much nicotine. And so, um, so keep that in mind, you know, if, if you got a, you know, a few Oreos handy or something like that, if you've kind of had too much, sit down, drink some water, eat a, eat a chips ahoy, you'll be in good shape. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Make sure you do it around people that are not going to hold it over your head for the next seven years.
2: (laughs) Right. I know. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Even if you move away. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah. And so, uh, you know, just just some uh, just some thoughts there. Um, you know, some po- again, some folks are more sensitive than others. Um, and you know, with with pipe smoking, we do have to step back again and say, well, you know, the pipe, um, you know, you are. Uh, getting less of the nicotine than you are with, uh, you know, with other forms of tobacco. Number one, uh, with cigarettes, you're directly inhaling it into your uh, body. With, um, you know, dip and chewing tobacco, the point of it is to have it right there next to your gums, uh, kind of absorbing through uh, the lining, you know, of your, um, you know, of your uh, gums or your cheeks. Um, And so, you know, with pipe smoking, you're you're puffing the tobacco in and out that you're going to have, you know, some, um, you know, effect through uh, the lining of your mouth. We've talked about that uh, with our friend uh, Luis that came on, um, you know, uh, almost a year ago uh, to talk about our our dentist friend that, uh, you know, came on and and had a great conversation about that. But um, so you're going to get some of that. But. Um, you know, the, the effect is much less, but it can be there. And so if you are one of those people that uh, even in the lower amount uh, it affects, you know, these are just some things to, to help you out. Some folks, again, are more sensitive. And so a guide uh, to kind of help you with this is um, just keep in in mind what tobaccos are more um, high content with, uh, with nicotine. And so uh, nicotine on the high end, you've got uh, tobaccos like uh, Burley's, um, and any kind of fire cured tobaccos and then Perique. And so it, it, it's funny because a lot of times Burleys are the least flavorful tobaccos, right? Uh, you think of uh, Burley as being, um, you know, a tobacco that just has, uh, you know, not a lot of uh, character nuance to it. Uh, I love Burley. I use Burley a lot in blending, but, um, you know, it's one of those tobaccos that doesn't have a whole ton of of, of, of flavor to it. And yet it is high in nicotine. Um, on the low end of the spectrum, on the the lower end of nicotine content, you've got things like Virginia's, uh, Oriental and Turkish tobaccos, Latakia, um, which is also interesting because these are the tobaccos that tend to be uh, a little more flavorful, a little more, uh, on the flavor side. I guess the anomaly here, uh, would be Perique, which I think is incredibly flavored, but, but also has a high, um, nicotine content. So, uh, you know, typically these tobaccos they have, um, you know, the it's there's kind of an inverse relationship between nicotine and natural sugar content. And so, if you have a um, oh. a tobacco that has more natural sugar uh, in the tobacco, uh, something like a Virginia tobacco, uh, like an Oriental tobacco, then you know those tobaccos are going to um, uh, have a have a lower nicotine content for whatever reason, and so um, the, now, the. No, you
0: said natural. I want to clarify this. You said natural. So the idea here is, if you have like a tobacco that's heavily cased, that doesn't necessarily affect the correct nicotine content okay
2: gotcha that's correct yeah good 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 point you know because you've got some you know uh highly cased uh you know tobaccos that uh you know aromatics or or whatever that um you know have been highly processed and yet still are very high in nicotine and so um so yeah that is something to to think about um and then on the other end of the spectrum, the the high end, uh, tobaccos that have you know more more nicotine content, the burleys, the uh, perique, the the fire cured tobaccos, where the the leaves are actually coming in contact with, uh, you know, with the smoke particles and stuff like that. Those tend to have uh, lower sugar content, um, and and so you know there's just that correlation there, which is kind of fascinating. Um, and, and we've got different, uh, you know. Um, Sides of the spectrum. You know, folks, uh, you know, they think about. Uh okay it, it, it's very similar to coffee and caffeine right well a dark roast has a lot more flavor perhaps but it has less caffeine um a, a breakfast blend or a lighter roast is going to uh you know be a little milder a little lighter on the flavor but it's actually going to have more caffeine and so um you know we've got the a similar concept here uh as it goes relates to um to tobacco and nicotine content so um yeah just kind of interesting you know um, Uh, Lots of blends out there that, uh, you know, folks can try, uh, you know, in each one of these. Some people like a little bit of nicotine because it kind of helps them focus or uh, gets their heart thumping a little bit. (laughs) You know, um, it it is highly addictive, but because pipe smokers don't inhale, uh, you're, you're not... Getting the levels of it that are going to you know, really force you to be addictive to it uh, the way that you know, maybe a cigarette smoker uh, or someone that uses chewing tobacco or something like that, um, it's, just, uh, it's just a different beast altogether. Tobaccos out there that have, uh, you know, high nicotine contents, things that you may want to uh, sample, uh, you know, if you're interested in that. Uh, Bayou Morning from Cornell & Deal. Uh, Cornell & Deal, uh, you know, Jeremy, they they use a lot of Burley uh, in their blends. And, um, you know, he's a believer in, in, you know, really premium Burleys, as am I. And so uh, a lot of their tobaccos are going to have, uh, you know, a good bit of Burley And it. Look for uh, so many of them. But uh, Bayou Morning, uh, Haunted Bookshop from GLP's. Uh, great tobacco it's got some other leaves in there as well but um you know really uh you know strong tobacco and then uh, irish flake from peterson irish flake is interesting it's uh it's got some fire cured uh tobacco in there and um man just can really uh pack quite a punch and so um you know one of those tobaccos royal yacht uh which is now a peterson tobacco was a dunhill brand but um you know also excellent tobacco for um for strong nicotine content and um you know if you're if you're wanting something that is going to be on the other end of the spectrum. Let's say you're, uh, man, I don't know. I just don't really want to, uh, fool with that. Or maybe I'm kind of, uh, you know, my stomach's kind of sensitive to some of that. Um, you can shy away from nicotine by smoking, uh, Virginia's, um, and, uh, and English style blends. So, uh, you know, which are primarily Virginia's and, uh, and Latakia. And so, uh, those blends are going to have, you know, lower nicotine content. It's interesting because, you know, Latakia is in itself a fire cured leaf, but uh, w- which we tend to associate with stronger, more nicotine uh, laden tobaccos. But but the Latakia, it has in its own properties even before processing, it's just a very low nicotine content leaf, and so it's one of the the anomalies, the outliers there. Uh, <laughs> the, in, the exception
0: in that. that proves the rule, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like that mug that is. Uh, you know, talking about all the instances that, uh, you know, I before E, except after C, except in all mm. these different cases, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. I really need to own that. But um, yeah, it, it, there again, it goes to the fascinating, um, you know. Uh, reality that Latakia is one of the most flavorful, uh, you know, tobaccos that are out there, and you know, the most pungent and all this kind of stuff. But yet, it is uh, one of the lowest nicotine content tobaccos that are that are on the market. And so, um, you know, if you can stomach the smell and like the taste, then uh, Latakia might be a good uh, a good fit for you. So, uh, Virginias are great too, uh, but you want to watch out for Virginias that might have a Perique, uh marriage. There, you know, Virginia Periques are are very. Um, popular incredibly uh, common those two marry well marry so well together uh, that you know a, a Virginia um, tobacco paired with you know that that uh, you know spicy perique might kind of upset the apple cart a little bit so um, so keep that in mind but in, in general most Virginias are going to be low uh, low nicotine content yeah so uh, so there you go vitamin n
0: all right, man. I mean, that's a that's a great overview. And, you know, with kind of the addictive nature of it, it's always a good kind of uh, a good excuse and good reminder. Just like, you know, as with everything, moderation is key, right? Like never become yeah. a slave to anything. And yeah, that's, that's something right. that we thoroughly believe and encourage. You know, we uh, have done a, several different episodes. I think or at least we've done a, a few different episodes for sure on kind of like separating the stigma. And, and you know, you talked about the difference in smoking a pipe versus say smoking a cigarette. And, you know, the reality is, man, even in the pipe community, there's just very, there's very, uh, strong feelings on a lot of different, uh, angles on that. Yeah, um, sure. and I mean like, you know, I've had, uh, I've had very, you know, strong disagreements with people I love and respect, uh, on, you know, whether or not, for example, like we should lock arms with, uh, with the cigarette folks. And I believe wholeheartedly we should not, uh, that I think that the, uh, the future of premium tobacco is, is really kind of being premium tobacco and not kind of being part of, uh, you know, the, the alternatives. Now that being said, I know a lot of, we got a lot of listeners that also still smoke cigarettes and yeah, you, know, you, you got to do what you got to do. But I, I really, I, you know, one of the reasons I encourage actually cigarette smokers to smoke a pipe is because it is such a better alternative. Um, and so anyway, Always good, uh, good excuse to kind of uh, do that. And man, no, it's it's nice getting a little, like a little inside the kitchen, man. A little inside the science lab too. Well, you know, one thing we know
2: you absolutely will enjoy is a Missouri Mershon pipe. <laughs> it's a good,
0: <laughs> it's a good pipe from our good friends at Missouri Mershon, man. Like I said, I had some folks here uh, uh, just a day or so ago when we were uh, wrapping up recording and. Uh, you know, the great thing is, uh it was it was a great excuse to kinda of get together, celebrate the fact that we had uh gotten like, you know, eight hours or no t- uh, like twelve hours of audio in the can. Yeah. And uh before everybody's kinda of going away, it's like, Hey, let's uh you know, let's bust out the pipes and the great thing is, is I always have a good, like a, 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 bouquet. Can you say that? Like a bouquet of Missouri Mearsham pipes on hand. You know,
2: it, it's funny. I don't think that's the, that's the like official way to describe a group of pipes, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> right. I mean, like, that's the great thing. You get a, a bouquet like a, of pipes. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm actually
0: getting to the point where I actually need to kind of replenish too, because I, I tend to, I've got this, uh, I'm not going to call it a bad habit at all. Cause I think it's a, a good thing to do, but I've got this habit of giving away pipes, um, especially yeah. Missouri Mearsham pipes for uh you know folks that come over and maybe they have never smoked a pipe before or maybe they just didn't bring theirs and you know uh and so they can either borrow one or you know if they enjoy it I'm like hey you know if you want to you know go, go ahead and take it man it's a great pipe enjoy
2: it that is right that is so right, uh, so
0: yeah man always love having a good number of uh, Missouri Meersham pipes
2: on hand which what, what Missouri Meersham we got representing this episode man Man, today we've kind of we been walking through some of the uh, different Cobbett series pipes, and today we're going to talk about the Elf. The Elf is uh, one of the two of the larger on the end pipes. Uh, it's a longer pipe, uh, has a larger size bowl, uh, which is almost a Dublin shape. It's got kind of a nice taper to uh, to the bowl cylinder there, and um, just that genuine hardwood plug in the bottom, a nice nickel band, and one of their most high-quality stems on this particular pipe. So the Elf, uh, you can get it straight from Missouri Mearsham at corncobpipe.com uh, or at your uh, favorite tobacconist that's worth its salt. <laughs> and, uh, man, we, we highly encourage you to check it out. It's going to be uh, one of the, you know, Cobbett series pipes that uh, has the more a more generous bowl but also has a nice length uh, to cool that smoke down. So check it out. And if you got one, take a photo of you smoking it and tweet it to us. We'd love to retweet that back
1: out. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Pipe Question of the Week.
0: All right, man. Pipe Question of the Week. This one's coming in uh, from, let's see, listener Donovan T. Embry, which, wow, Donovan T. Embry. That sounds like... um. Like some sort of like a, a Playboy, uh, like a <laughs> philanthropist, eco scientist uh, adventurer from some novel <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Donovan T. Embry, you must find Donovan T. Embry. He's off in the uh, the jungles studying the mating habits of uh, the the lozenge mosquito,
2: <laughs> wearing an ascot and a monocle, smoking. Exactly, a spider, right? exactly. Donovan, <laughs> T. man, Donovan. I, whether you uh, appreciate that uh, or not, we are so thankful for your question.
0: Well, actually, you know what? It's kind of appropriate because uh, his question's yeah. all about hunting, uh, although in this instance, hunting a mythological creature in and of itself that only Donovan T. Embry can find, and so we must, we must help donovan with his search here here's what donovan <laughs> has to say he says hey guys i was listening to the hawkbill episode and heard your answer to the pipe question on blends uh the answer you gave prompted a question i had about blends or to be more specific a unicorn blend that i'm looking for uh, so for a long time i've been a cigarette smoker and i prefer the turkish royal the camel uh camel turkish royal because it is a turkish tobacco but still sweet and gives off a relatively pleasant aroma uh, despite being a cigarette That preference transfers over well to Balkan blends, English blends, and Scottish blends, but I have noticed that most blends are typically Latakia heavy, and I'm not a huge fan of that. I also don't prefer the musky flavor of Perique. So here is my question. Is there a blend out there, and this is the unicorn, John David, is there a blend out there that has the Turkish twang, oriental incense, Virginia sweetness, and a touch of smoky Latakia? with Latakia being something that is much more subtle than the regular lap bombs that you find. Do I need to try to find my unicorn by blending it myself? Any suggestions would be appreciated. And again, this is Donovan T. Embry. I think I changed his accent there at the end.
2: Man, Donovan is a man of many accents, and you know that for a fact. Yeah, Yeah, of course. I mean,
0: he's Donovan T. Embry. Who it's, knows it's, what the T stands
2: for? It probably stands right. for um, terrific. Uh,
0: Don, Donovan, terrific
2: <laughs> man. Donovan, thanks for thanks for putting up with uh, with my dear brother Bo and his uh, his love of your name. Um, yeah, man, great question. You know, uh, our uh, of course we always we occasionally have to uh, lament the fact that um, you know some tobaccos have exited the market over the years, and um, uh, of course we're no um, Stranger to McClellan. McClellan used to have an entire, uh, series of, um, I think they called it their Grand Oriental series, which was uh, which was so good. It it really was so good. They had several tobaccos that I always referred to as a Scottish style mixture with the Virginias and the Orientals up front, and then the Latakia way in the background. And uh, number eight uh, of, of their of their series was uh, one of my favorite tobaccos. Uh, frankly, I just I really loved it. Uh, and and number fourteen as well was also really good. But um, we made uh, at, at the Country Squire, we actually made. A house tobacco called Bag End, uh, which features um, a, a few different Oriental leaves uh, and then Bright Leaf uh, Virginia. It does have Latakia in it, but it's way in the background. Uh, it's one of these tobaccos that I kind of blended for myself <laughs> because I, I tend to smoke more Virginias, and if I if Latakia is present, um, you know I, I like it to be more nuanced and subtle. And so, um, so you may check out Bag End. Uh, another uh, tobacco that uh, came to mind. I have not smoked this one in years, but um I did a little research just to make sure that I was remembering this correctly but uh, accountants mixture from uh from ratrays uh, mm. may be kind of hard to get uh, and of course it's called accountants mixture so boy that's interesting you got to get that <laughs> but um but you know it's got that uh you know kind of higher content uh virginia's orientals and and the Latakia is certainly there but it's you know it's not as overpowering the the problem nowadays is that these blends are, um are just incredibly uh you know if if it's a latakia blend it's a bomb you know that's kind of the idea now people want these uh you know um uh, over the top kind of flavor profiles and so um yeah it's it's hard to get around that uh but you know it you, you mentioned in your question you said do i need to try to find my unicorn by blending it myself and um, man, I would, I would go for it. I, you know, the, man, when right? I read your question, I mean, like I, I saw your question. I was like, dude, that man, just that, that's the answer right there. I mean, we'd love to, for you to try our tobaccos and uh, of course, you know, the Ratrays blends are, are fantastic, but um, man, if you go to, uh, you know, one of your favorite uh, tobacco retailers and get some blending leaf, man, just, just start experimenting with it. Uh, you know, maybe do, um, you know, a, a variety, you could do, um, you know, some, some bright leaf, uh, more mature leaf, uh, you know, cut it with some, uh, you know, healthy dose of, uh, of blended Turkish ribbon, Izmir, uh, you know, Samsung, if you can get your hands on it. Um, and then, uh, you know, maybe maybe throw in a dash of Latakia there at the end just to make it interesting. I, I think you should go for it, man. It's not, wouldn't be terribly expensive or take a whole lot of effort. And uh, I think before you know it, you'll be hooked on uh, kind of the whole idea of making your own tobaccos. So as the blender, uh, man, I say uh, that option, option C, that's the that's the way to go
0: (laughs) all right man now that's good and uh uh this just in uh waiting reports of donovan t Embry, constantly in search of his famed unicorn will he ever find it stay tuned seriously though donovan (laughs) let us know if uh what you end up deciding we would love to carry on the chronicles of donovan t Embry (laughs) and the hunt for the fabled unicorn uh all right man if anybody else has a pipe question for us be sure to send that in show at countrysquareradio.com again that is show at countrysquareradio.com Quick, quick fire, fire with the squire. squire quick fire questions Ow! all right man we are carrying on with pastor joda's uh uh, uh ooh, pastor yoda's um, quick fire questions with the theme of travel or specifically time travel
2: <laughs> okay
0: go ahead all right man here we go hitch a ride with christopher columbus or on the mayflower
2: this one's tough all right, I'm going to go with Christopher Columbus, but at the same time, I would try to be a better influence on him. <laughs> right, right. But, but but then you also got to think like, okay, the Mayflower, these were these were Puritans, right? And so, you know. Uh, it would not be a fun trip. Well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I see negatives in both. I see positives, I, I think, in both. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, I'm changing my answer. I'm going to go with the Mayflower. Next question. Really? Okay. All right. Wow.
0: I mean, so here's my question. What was the life expectancy on both trips? Because I know the Mayflower, didn't they lose like 80% of the people that left?
2: Dude, I'm not I'm not sure off the top of my head, but like that that was one of the first things that came to my mind was like, which which one of these am I least likely to get scurvy from? Exactly. (laughs) I
0: could be wrong, but I think I think the death count was higher on the Mayflower. So I guess I'm going with Christopher Columbus. Yes, with the caveat of trying to be a better influence. Good call on (laughs) that All right. Next up having a pipe with c.s lewis or a cigar with spurgeon uh
2: I, i'm gonna have to go with lewis as a as a good anglican um i, I don't know i i love charles spurgeon man prince of preachers a uh, wonderful uh 19th century uh hero i mean just a just a, a outstanding figure um that i you know that i have a lot of respect for but i don't know a pipe with c.s lewis i i gotta i gotta go that route
0: yeah absolutely and I, i'm you know the, so you can glean so much knowledge from both these individuals absolutely but as somebody who's just a fan of uh story structure and narrative and world building and and you know panda to, to pick the brain of c.s lewis uh over a pipe i mean you, you just can't pass that up so absolutely yep. c.s lewis same, same yep. as me. Uh, and then finally the past or the future which is very broad because that could be five minutes ago or five minutes from now <laughs> yeah you know I mean? that
2: that's interesting. I, you know, okay. So which one would I rather time travel to the past or the future? Mm. Man, I, I, am going to go with the past. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, let's leave the future. Um, let's leave the future kind of, uh, un, unknown and go back and learn more about what we already know. Mm. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what I'm thinking. Interesting. Uh,
0: So as a fan of time travel, (laughs) it seems like (laughs) going to the future, um, like, so both of these situations always cause problems because you go to the past and you end up inadvertently destroying your present, right? Because you make changes to the past by, by just by
2: the nature of you being yep. there. See, I'm not thinking about these things. You're right.
0: right. Whereas uh, going to the future, I feel like you always go to the future and find out it's the apocalypse. But the benefit of that is that you come back and you theoretically are able to thwart the apocalypse or at least postpone it, uh, oh. depending on, on, you know, your uh you know your your franchise worthiness you might go off there and throw off the apocalypse but then they want a sequel so up oh, the apocalypse is still coming and so you have to go back to the future anyway uh so anyway I, i'm going to go with future for that reason because past okay. is just a little bit too I, i'm As a fan of, you know, I've been very blessed in my family and my kids and everything else. And I've always been of the mindset that given the opportunity, I would probably choose to go back to the past and make some changes up until the day I had kids. Because of all the things in my life that I feel like I could either improve or keep the same, the one thing that just requires too much chance is you know your kids? There's just a lot of you know rolling yeah. the dice on the day and the time and you know who wants to swim fastest. You know what I'm mean? saying? So <laughs> <laughs> just being real. So i be like, from that standpoint, I would never want to jeopardize the existence of my children. So yeah, uh, that's so true. no, I'd, yeah. I'd go with future. Okay, fair. That's All good. right. Well, there you go, uh, Pastor Jota. Great questions. Absolutely enjoyed the uh, the time travel edition. And hey, if you've got some quick fire questions, feel free to send those in. Show at countrysquareradio.com. Again, that is show at countrysquareradio. Your Your
1: thoughts, thoughts, your your comments, comments. listener feedback. feedback.
0: All right, man. iTunes review coming in from old man Skinner. Uh, He says, uh, this year I came back to the pipe after a hiatus of more than 30 years. I came across this pipe and am hooked. John David and Bo are extremely entertaining and I can't wait for the next episode. I'm so hooked on the Country Squire that the Country Squire shop has become my go to store, uh, even though I'm out in Alaska. As a Squire <laughs> member, I am getting through the back episodes as quickly as possible. Oh God bless brother. Uh, keep us keep up the good work. you two really do make a great team. And again that is coming from
2: Old Man Skinner. Dude, thank you so much, man. I'm so uh, we love getting those orders and every time we send one to Alaska, I'm like, oh, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's wonderful, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you know, actually
0: it would be really cool. I mean, I know that you've got up on the uh, the board in the shop like uh places from all around the world that people have purchased, right?
2: Well, we used to. Uh you know, it's funny. It it it's kind of got so move. Well, it, it didn't make the move. Uh, and, you know, we had uh, uh, those dots we would put up every time we would send a, a mail order out. But now, uh, I mean, it's so many, you know, hundreds of orders a week, we just we just couldn't keep up with it. So, um, yeah, but we, you know, it, it's like we put a red dot up every time we'd send a mail order out. And now it's like the whole country would be red and, you know, major parts of Europe. So, <laughs> <Huh>. you know, <laughs> anyway, I wonder... But, uh,
0: I wonder if our yep. club members, where everybody's like, if we've got somebody from every state, because we're we're getting close to 200 members uh, here. Probably we'll probably hit that within the next few months. Yeah, um, yeah. I'd, I'd be curious to know if we got every state covered. I know we got some yep. folks out of the country. It'd be interesting. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have to check That's that up. Uh, next one's coming in, man. This one is from uh, Joe Marty. What did Joe have to say?
2: Yeah, Joe says uh, there's plenty to complain about, and I keep pace pretty well in that regard, <laughs> as an avid podcast consumer, uh, I tend to gravitate more towards politics. Thus, I'm often in an agitated state. (laughs) Sometimes it's nice to break away and be a consumer of a more amiable uh, pursuit that puts my mind at ease. To that end, and I may be the last to know, I recently discovered the Country Squire Radio podcast. The good news about being a latecomer is that I have years of catching up to do, and that's what I've been doing. Uh, we pipe smokers often find ourselves without the benefit of like-minded companions in this activity and thus lose both the camaraderie as well as the information sharing. No podcast could replace the live interaction, but the information I'm gaining about history, uh, types of tobaccos, techniques, and general knowledge related to pipes and tobacco uh, is highly engaging. John David Cole and Bo York are knowledgeable, engaging, humble, and always entertaining. And I'm thankful for the podcast uh, for its own sake, but also for providing me from a respite from the real world I get sucked into. <laughs> Joe, thanks, man. We're glad um, you're one of those highly charged people that uh, can get, um, get wrapped up in all the uh, goings on of today's. And, uh, of today, and we uh, we're thankful to be that one uh, respite for you in the podcast world. So Absolutely, thankful. man. <laughs> yeah, that's what it. Um,
0: you know, podcasts really do uh, open up the opportunity to really kind of find like these these very heavily niche topics that uh, that speak to us and and kind of connect and relax over some uh, you know uh, uh, common enjoyments, be it uh, pipe tobacco or. Um, you know, television shows, whatever you might be into. So uh, absolutely glad to have you, Joe. Thanks so much for that. Uh all right. Well, good deal, man. Listener feedback. Uh, we always appreciate getting those in. Of course, if you've got some for us, we love those iTunes reviews. You can head over to iTunes and write us a review there. Uh you can also email the show, show at countrysquireradio.com Go just keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at
2: the Real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore country squire.
0: And of course, the show's handles at Squire Radio, but all that and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. dot com. All right, well, good deal, man. I, well, this yeah, has been man. like a very informative episode. I feel like that, uh, that I feel like you goal. took us to school yeah. a little bit, <laughs> and not
2: in a bad yeah. way. I don't mean that. About- <laughs> so, I'm gonna take you to school. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. It's uh, it's good to know a lot of folks. Um, you know, they seek uh, stronger pipe tobaccos or or more uh, you know, mild pipe tobaccos, but they don't often really know what uh what makes a tobacco stronger or milder and uh in some cases that is uh that that you know delicious vitamin n and so <laughs> we gave you some tips on uh how to deal with it what it is and uh you know what tobaccos might uh have more and less so you can uh, you can try some different stuff out so hope you enjoy absolutely man all right well good deal well hey let's go have a day see you brother